Welcome to Stories from the Center of the Universe, the podcast about the human experience. All right, everybody, we're doing something a little bit different this time. Well, different than what we do every week. I think we've done this two other times where we've done a a look back sort of thing. We did a first 50 look back. We did uh, the first 100 kind of a look back, kind of a top 10 sort of thing for a few of us. Super fan was with us back then. Uh, And now we're doing the third 50. So 101 to 150 look back. It's uh, silent Rob and me. Rob will be not silent for the third or fourth time out of, I think, roughly 160 some. 160 plus. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this will be shorter than normal. It's meant to to be a way for folks to check it out reasonably quickly and get a sense of what the third 50 was all about. So Rob, as usual... As the crack research staff, uh, you have done some research on the, the third 50, and you, you found some themes and some other things to highlight. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I tell you, just, I mean, you can go back to the first 50 and the second 50, and they are both awesome. And I just think overall the third 50 was, I think we just keep going. And and uh, now the fourth 50 we've started on, and it's, it's awesome as well. But, um, yeah, definitely some themes. Uh, we did a couple um, neat things. Um, the uh, first one was uh, you had gotten hooked up with somebody that's associated with the town, and we had a series of seven different uh, podcasts. They're a little bit shorter in length, but they were seven different businesses in the town. In the lovely town of Ashland, Virginia. Yes, Ashland, Virginia, the center of the universe. Right. And uh, so, so you kind of interdispersed those with other ones uh, throughout, and uh, those started at... Uh, 104 and went through 116 basically on every other basis and uh, those are really neat and I think just uh, highlighted some really uh, great businesses in the town and you know hopefully you know got some people out to to take part in those so um, yeah well because you and I are both huge supporters of small business yes Uh, look giant corporations have their place I guess but in my mind there's such a thing as being too big and, and frankly having an unfair advantage from massive scale like that and so right. anytime i can support or you can support small business we do it and we did it in our own little humble way on the yeah. podcast yep and i mean and we had we had somebody who was just starting one we had you know a couple you know we had like homemades with suzanne who's been around forever and you know it's just um and and small small businesses make small towns in a, in a lot of ways they make them run you know yeah, absolutely and, and it's great for uh great for folks to go and support them so that was that was really neat and and heard about a couple that yeah i'd driven past but i I didn't really know what they were about so it was pretty enlightening too so it worked as an effective advertisement for you for a couple of them exactly right exactly right so um and then another big theme um you came up with this this is right up your your alley in your past life is uh, around veterans day uh, and afterwards, we did a uh, we kind of did a celebration of the military, and um, I believe we got uh, one person on from every branch. I think we had and, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard. Yeah. Yep, correct. So, um, little little too early for Space Force, but we'll work on that one day. So, <laughs> I guess technically Space Force existed. It, it, but, it, but it I, existed, but I think it's still mostly Air Force. I was going to say, do, do you know anybody in the Space Force? No, but I'm going to find somebody one day. I, I really so. can't wait to meet somebody, and two, I would love to learn two things. What their personality is like, just being in the Space Force, right. and how they deal with the, the name of, of, of Space Force. Of, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's funny. Right, I agree. Totally agree. 
Um, so that was, you know, that was really cool. Um, uh, we had a good friend of ours from Coast Guard, Chuck Hawkins. Yep. And then um, um, Jeff Davila from the Navy was, you know, he was a pilot. Connected so. through Gene Burke. Yep, yep, yep exactly. And then um, through another, uh, a guy that I used to work with a long time ago, we hooked up with our Marine, Rich Brown. and Yeah, he, he uh, was good. I enjoyed Rich. Yeah, Rich was really, yeah, I agree with you. So, um and then Mr. Zoller, and and uh, then we had well by Mr. Zoller, you mean General? I mean Zoller. General, correct? Yes, yeah. yes, very much. I give him all due respect I, I, in every form and fashion. I do so. have to say real quickly that uh, we were about two thirds of the way through it, and James looked at me and said, "When are you going to ask me questions?" Right? <laughs> I'm like, right. dude, you're doing fine on your own without that, me asking questions. That's right. And then uh, and then we wrapped it up um, with uh, Air Force with uh, Stuart Wiley, who's the son of a guy I work with, and. And super he, gracious to come all the way out here because he lives yeah, in Fluvanna. Right, yeah. So, and uh, he he was the young buck of the group. So, yeah, that was fun too. But, uh, but yeah. And then, um, if there was kind of a third theme, I think there was. Um, we we had a an influx of, of football uh, in this fifty. So we had a, um, we had a lot of football. Games. We did, yeah. We really did. I mean, we're talking um, and and from you know folks that. That we've known for you know that we went to high school with or, or were in high school at the same time we were and were stars in this area that went on to play college um, to um, I'm talking about Donnie and Jock Jones at that point and then um, people you know great football players in their own right um, that might you know uh, Mr. Dwight Vick you know who's of course Dwight was awesome he was great you know he's got a, a cousin that's a little more famous but I. Loved White. He was awesome. So, yeah. And then um, current pro, uh, Colin Thompson, uh, tight end for the Panthers. I yeah. Mean, so, and a few other folks in there. Alec Everly, who's a local guy, and Nick Clark, who's a local guy. And they, you know. they're they're good buddies. And yeah. They connect us to a uh, football sports agent. Right. Um, oh, that's right. Austin yeah. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. So there's a little family tree there. And then Dwight led us to Ahmad. Yeah. And, and Ken Oxendon actually led us to Dwight. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, Ahmad Hawkins from UVA. And so, so yeah, definite, definite influx of football players. And I think that was uh, really neat. Um, so, and, and I just, again, I love the fact that we had them from, you know, kind of every level and, and over the last, I mean, we were school in the eighties. So, I mean, basically from the 80s to present day. I mean, we covered four decades or five decades of football in some form or fashion, you know, looking back. and Well, can't forget uh, Randolph-Macon Hall of Famer Jack Luck, also a football player. That's right. So add on three more decades. Yeah. <laughs> For when he played back in the 60s. Yeah, we, we went so, – uh, the age range was, what uh, – yeah, in the 20s because I mean, Colin's in his 20s. Yeah, Colin's yeah, Colin in the 20s and Jack's in Jack, the 70s. So. Or maybe a little bit older. Maybe a little bit older, but yeah, we'll, we'll give them the due respect we'll, on that. We'll, uh, we'll round down. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, But yeah, and then, um, you know, just overall after that, I mean, we talked to at least one, if not a couple politicians, um, school administrators. Um, you had had a couple that, you know, that you knew from your days at St. Christopher's. Yep. Um, we had a college administrator on, a, a, an athletic director. Um, you know, um, we had uh, a friend of mine um, who's with the Hanover County Sheriff's Office and is doing wonderful things. Um, Fant- from, fantastic. Yeah, things. from a law enforcement perspective, but just in life about autism. Talking about Tim Sutton. Um, we had um, Allie and Sydney. Um, no, they were they were fantastic. They were awesome, and uh, you know. The girls that you know are are from two 
opposite parts of the world. Both of them end up in Alaska, and they're you know doing really cool things with wildlife. And um, so, um, Matt Pulisic, who's a uh, was a local business owner, now he's uh, semi-retired. Um, you know, talking about physical therapy and all the things that go in with that, and yeah. about his family, and um, so yeah, it, it was. Uh... Looking back at it, it's, it's amazing the people we've we've talked to. Yeah. The, the number of people is one thing, but the, the actual um, personalities and what they've done in their lives is just really cool. And it, just real quickly on the three themes, uh, what I picked up from the small business folks is they were very uh, sincere about what they were doing, and there's this vibe that they, en- they enjoy what they did. Oh, without a doubt. And they were speaking with... Uh, a sense of pride and a sense of enjoyment that yep. uh, really came through from from what I was hearing. Uh, of course, we had the advantage of being able to see them as well. Sure, sure. Uh, and then from uh, the military, like what's not to like about military people? Oh yeah, without a doubt, I agree. Yeah. So, uh, and, and then I think one quick one quick thing yeah. with both of those that you see, I picked up on it with the small business folks is they were driven. Yeah, you know, I mean, and you got to have that to you know to run a business, and and those folks were. Yeah, they were they were full speed ahead on that, and then and if you're not that way, you're going to give up pretty easily. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what you're always going to find. I mean, where would where would we be without our military folks and the fact you know how they lead and and you know somebody's got to do it, right? Yes, exactly right. So yeah, if if, if not me, then who? Right. Sort of mindset, and they all have that in common. Like I'm, yes, I'm, I'm going to serve. Totally agree. Uh, and then the football guys, uh, they all uh, were pretty blunt. Yeah, I'd agree. Very straightforward. Um, yeah, very straightforward. They said some things that you wouldn't expect them to say. And, Agreed. Uh, their yep. their candor was greatly appreciated. Yep, I agree with that too. So, we continued the the VCU basketball with Rodney Ashby. We um, did a little Virginia Union basketball with Lukeman Jabber. Which, uh, by the way, I'm glad you brought up Lukeman. I think Lukeman mentioned this off recording. Right as soon as we finished, he he was showing some stuff on Google, and then he. He he showed a picture at Malcolm X's funeral, and he said, "Do you know who that man is right there? Who was basically overseeing um, the funeral of Malcolm X, arguably one of the most famous uh, historical figures in this country's history." And uh, I said, "Lukeman, I have no idea who that is." He goes, "It's my grandfather." I said, "Your grandfather oversaw Malcolm X's funeral." He's like, "Yep, yep." Like, what? That's pretty incredible. Oh my gosh! So, talk about a historical context, man. Yeah. So. Well, well, yeah. well, cool. Well, I appreciate you doing the research on that. I'm looking at your uh, your piece of paper where you've written all 50 of these out, and you've got certain markings next to them. I will not reveal your markings, uh, all right. but you, you have highlighted what you would consider the 12 best out of the 50, and so if you could just rapid-fire the names. I will rapid-fire with a preface, Okay, and that is the fact that uh, this was very, very hard to do. As always for you. As always for me. Very yeah. You you've asked me since uh, like episode five, like what my favorite one was. <laughs> yeah, and you struggle and to answer it. I do, just because I really. I mean, and I got to say, my, my preface is I just I just totally enjoy all these. You know, just just listening to them, and and of course our our common hope, uh, yours especially, being the lead on this, is that you know that a lot of people are finding a lot of joy in this, and you know, hearing some pretty cool stories about you know some just some everyday folks, and then. Um, you know, hopefully a little inspirations out there on things that they say. And, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of neat. So. Yeah. And I think one thing that's happened, um, and you just don't, you, you don't talk about this a lot, but I, you and I have talked about it a bit. Even if you're really close to the guest, you hear some things that you had never heard before. 
I think that happens on almost every single one of them. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I've learned that about, you know, people that I've known that have come on. Um, I think I think the classic example is you. You, know, you, yeah. brought your, you brought your dad on here. You brought your mom on here. And, and you learned things about your parents that you had never heard or didn't know. And, and how cool is that? I mean, you know, it's just it, – I think it's one of the really understated awesome things about this podcast is you just – just learning about people, but even yeah, I've, I've said to you that you know if, if if you're interviewing somebody that I like, I wasn't able to make it for Jacks. I was out of town for work or something like that. I know you really wanted to make that. One. I did, you know, but but here's the trick: when I listened to him, I, I mean, I felt like I was sitting there, yeah. you know, because he's known me all my life, right? You know, so, um, but you know, what was the now I'm blanking. What was, none of us knew that. What was the even Ross didn't know it. And Ross was here. What was the what was the nickname? His nickname that he had in high school, because I had asked him what position he played in baseball, and I think he said outfield. And I said, oh, you must have been pretty fast. He goes, no, I wasn't fast. And he goes, in fact, I was so slow that my nickname on the baseball team was Ice Wagon. Ice Wagon. That's right. Yeah. Which, which Ross, was his son, his oldest child, was sitting next to him, and he had this look on his face like, like what? Yeah, what was that? I know. That was awesome. So. Yeah. All right. Very cool. So Ra- that, rapid that's, fire that's my 12. preface. Here goes rapid fire. Um a couple of these, you know. Just the name, All right. no explanation. No explanation. Here we go. Uh, 103, Sean Gallagher. 113, Steve Sands. 117, Laura Marshall. 119, Chuck Hawkins. 126, Rich Brown. 129, Ahmad Hawkins. 130, Tim Sutton. 134, selfishly, sorry, growing up in AVA with you, me, and Duke. Yep. 139, Jack Luck, 143, Matt Pulisic, 149, Andy Smith, and 150, Bobby Malone. Bobby Malone from uh, the Rappahannock River. He is one of the – he's the best next-door neighbor. No offense to any of my former next-door neighbors or my current ones. No. He's the best next-door neighbor anybody could ever have. I completely agree with that wholeheartedly. So Yeah, and by the way, you just said a bunch of names, and I'm like, oh, that's right. We talked to them too. I know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, and I'd forgotten about growing up in Ashland. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was a ton of fun, yeah. yeah. Very cool. All right, and then we're going to breathe a little bit and, and talk about our top three. Okay. So in no, no particular order, and those 12 are in no particular order. Correct, none. Other than how they came out as, as episodes. As, that's why, I, yeah, read them in order of episode. All right, I'll go first with one of my top three. Okay, very uh, good. Dwight Vick yep. is one of the most um, thoughtful uh, optimistic, wants to connect on a deep level kind of people. And he didn't know us from Adam. Nope. Didn't know us from Adam, but he really went out of his way to, to connect with us. And I, I really enjoyed hearing his stories. I, I, I remember uh, those years when he played at Hampton and yep. some of the names he was saying. I'm like, oh, man, that's super cool. You got to play with those guys. And he was pretty candid about uh, tech football players as alums and their relationship with the, right. the program at, at this point. But anyway, he said something at the end, may have been off recording, where he's like, hey, man, we're, we're now connected for life. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right on, man. Well, and just and, – and the only thing I wish we could have done with Dwight that we didn't do is have him in person because, I mean, that just would have been even so much cooler and maybe we can – maybe we'll get that one day. But, but you could – just to echo your point, you could feel it through the virtual interview. Yeah, I mean, it's like he was sitting there with us because he was just all he wanted to do, like you said, was connect with us and talk to us and 
And, uh, man, some of the great stuff that he's doing, you know, uh, to help out. Yeah, he's got a couple podcasts of his own. Yeah. He does, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that one. So Cool. Which one of your top three? Um, this is hard for you, I know. I mean, I wonder if I should go off of my 12. Or just this is just totally you, my top three. You, just your top three, but I I, well, I would assume that yeah they're going to be in my yeah they're going to be in my 12. top yeah all right um yeah again um I'm going to go with um go with Rich Brown um Rich was uh, he was during our military uh, interviews he was our Marine um, so I called up a buddy of mine because we wanted to get him on and. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to be good at that, but uh, I know somebody that will be. <laughs> That's a kudos to Donald Green for hooking us up with Rich. And, um, yeah, Rich came on and um, just, I mean, just a, a really interesting and great story. And then and then he is a pretty much a professional podcaster, I guess. He's doing um, it full time. Yeah. Doing it full time, and I guess that would be considered professional. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just doing a lot of good stuff with that. Um, and... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, he's just a really, just just a really great guy, and and had some really interesting stories. Very interesting uh, stories. Yeah, 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 very. So, what you expect? I mean, you expect somebody. He he was a. If you got to help me with the military. He was a chief warrant officer, right? He was a CW three. Yep. CW three. Okay, and uh, there, I think he was saying there were eight eight CW threes that do recruiting. Right. I mean, so so what? Yeah, to to be in that such a specific. Uh, you know, kind of genre of what you do in the military, and then and then to make that rank and and have so few people be there with you was that in itself was really you know unique and interesting. Yeah, and so. his, po- his podcast is about self defense, and so he's right. He's got a pretty avid following. Yes. doing that. Yep, very much. So yeah, it, I, I'm glad you mentioned the connection. Um, you said Donald. Donald. Yep. Uh, connection to Dwight was Ken Oxendine. Right. I, I said, uh, hey, Ken, who would be good on the podcast? And he immediately said Dwight Beck. Yep. That man, was he right? Yeah. So, he nailed it. Yep. Yeah. Thanks to Ken on that. And Ken was, Ken, Ken was of course, great in his own right. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah. That, that, uh, when I talked to Ken that night, it was just the two of us in the basement. I, Ken and I talked for like four hours. Right. We recorded for like an hour and a half. Right. We talked yeah. for four hours. Uh, and I, I never thought I'd talk to Ken Oxenine in my in my house in a million years sure. or or anywhere in the world right. for more than 10 minutes right <laughs> uh so that was a really cool experience uh a, a second one for me Allie and Sydney yeah uh, th- they uh they were telling me things I had never heard before they were describing things that I had never heard before they lit up the entire time they were talking yep. about it uh they're doing things that make the world a better place in my opinion um and it was just it was so different than any of my life experiences that i i was i had a had a great time talking to them yeah yep and i i would um echo that and that i had an absolute blast you know listening to them while you were talking and then um you talk about how they were lit up the other thing that struck me which we get with a lot of our guests but um it was just so self-evident with them was was the passion yeah. yeah with what with what they do and um and we we you know we've said i mean they i think they were what one was from mass and the other was from california yep you know and now they're both end up in alaska and like you said they're doing great work and work that's meaningful but um but yeah just that's the one thing i think that struck me about the two of them was the passion that they had yeah so um absolutely uh, all right what's another one 
for you? So, um, so probably one of, uh, especially if you're a golfer, one of the more well-known people that we've ever had on the podcast. Um, and I, and I gotta say just because golf is, you know, one of my passions or hobbies in life when I get a chance to play with Steve Sands. Um, we had a, um, I couldn't believe we were talking to, yeah, I mean, and that, that's another one, you know, that daggone work got in the way and I wasn't able to, you know, you've missed some good ones. I have, there's no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, that was just incredible. Um, you know, to listen to his story, um, you know, how he progressed up kind of, you know, to listen to him, how, I mean, clearly he was really good at what he did, but I mean, I, I think, you know, almost kind of lucking into the golf channel job in a way. Yeah. Just unexpected. I guess and he was wasn't really a golf guy. No, no, he was, I he's mean, been he, a sports guy his entire yeah, life. Right. But if you ask him to name his top three sports, golf's not one of them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, it was just, uh, you know, just, I mean, shoot, I mean, our picture on the, on the website is him talking to tiger. I mean, he's gotten <laughs> to talk to some of the greatest golfers, all of them. Uh, yeah. Of all time. The last, last 35 years. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, um, so anyway, it was for, for me, just from a personal perspective about the whole golf thing and just to listen to him and, and, and now, yeah, it, it might, you know, not be one of his top, but man, is, is he so good at that job? And I think, you know, just represents the sport so well. I just, I just really totally enjoyed that. He's very, yeah. very good at his job. Yeah, we connected to him through Ward Fasul, uh, who is a buddy of Kevin's, right? The occasional co-host, who, who I might start calling the guy who co-hosted twice. That's right. Uh, I heard you introduce that title the other night. So, <laughs> uh, but Ward was really cool to connect us. And Steve said, "Look, I wouldn't be talking to you guys if it wasn't Ward asking." Right. And because Ward asked, uh, and because they work together uh, at NBC Channel. 12, they, they work the uh, weekend sports desk together, Ward, the cameraman, Steve, the uh, the on-air personality. Uh, and Steve couldn't have been cooler All right. talking to us. He, yeah. he could have big-timed us and said, I've only got a few minutes, guys. But he's, right. he spent, uh, I don't know how long that episode is, but it's not oh, sure. Yeah. It's definitely a full episode. And, and yeah, he was, he was phenomenal to give us that time for sure. All right. Uh, that's a good one. I'm glad we're not overlapping, too, by the way. Yes. Uh, my next one, I don't think you would pick because he's not in your top 12, and it's not somebody who you probably met that night, but uh, William Coffin, Colonel William Coffin. Yeah. I was asked, I've been asked a few times, who's the best leader you've ever worked for? And um, when they're asking, they don't really care who the person is. Right. They care about what traits that person possesses. And I've... In email or text, I've described why he was such a good leader. And I, I won't uh, bore the audience with uh, why I found him to be such a good leader. But one of the things that makes him a good leader is he's he's gracious and humble and willing to, to help out uh, when he sees the need or when he's asked to fulfill a need. And uh, he's always been a stand-up guy. For me, um, he'll he'll be one of those guys for me my entire life. Is yeah. when, it, when somebody says the word leader, uh, he's usually the first that's face that pops into my head. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. And and I could tell um, I was not here again. Another one, <laughs> another good one I missed. But um, but just listening to y'all talk, yeah, you know, I could I could you know feel that coming through the through the microphone the way that you were you know talking to him, yeah. and I think that's a. That's really neat. Give, give so. me give me a hundred William Coffins and I can accomplish all kinds of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt, I can tell that for sure. Cool. All right. Who's your third in no particular order? Man, 
So, are you struggling? You don't know who this is yet. Well, you know what I what I marked was uh, was you, me, and Duke. But that seems kind of uh, it seems selfish isn't the right word, but right? Like obvious, self effacing or obvious. <laughs> yeah, obvious is definitely a word. So we, uh, we, we did enjoy that though. Oh yeah, no, that was a blast to do that. It was a lot of fun. So, um, uh, so I'm gonna go with uh, Laura Marshall. Okay. So um, I. I, apparently we're on a theme. I missed that one too. But um, but, but you listen to all these. I uh, do listen to them, and and I had a revelation as I was listening to that one. I don't know if you remember this or not, but um, but Laura, if I recall, was a friend of yours that you knew at UVA, right? Yep. And um, and then she starts talking, and she's a lawyer, and at one point she's a U.S. attorney. And in my one of my past lives, I was uh, in federal law enforcement, and um, I've got a we had a very small academy class, and we were all pretty tight. Um, but there was one guy that I was pretty tight with, and and she's talking during the podcast, and she goes, "Yeah, and there was this uh, U.S. Park police officer, and um, you know, basically told the story, and they got married." And he's a really good friend of mine. That's her husband, Curtis. Super small world. Yeah, super small. And uh, so I was. That was like a huge revelation. I was like, Oh no, no way! And I think I finished. And I think I immediately texted you right afterwards or something like that. I was like, You're not going to believe that Laura's husband and I know each other and all this other stuff. So, so, um, but great family. And um, I mean, her 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 story uh, was was obviously very cool. And all her sisters. And I think I think the plan is there are to, a lot. There are a lot of them. Yes, five, I believe. They're five recall. total. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and I think uh, eventually, what is it? Colin Bell. Colin Bell's the maiden name. Yeah, Colin Bell's the maiden name. So we'll. Uh, I think the plan is to. I think you said you had a plan to get the five of them in here yeah. one day and Co- just COVID, let them go. They they tend to get together every Christmas. Right. Uh, COVID. One of the uh, sisters had a family member that came down with COVID, so they right. didn't come to town. Yeah. And there's no point in doing four of the no, five. Definitely not. So. Uh, and I said, "Hey, I'll just give you access to the microphones and the equipment. I'll I'll basically press go, and then I'll leave, and you guys do whatever you're going to do." Yeah. And and I'm pretty sure it was, I know Laura well, and I know uh, one of the other one of her sisters, Katie, pretty well. Yeah. Katie, uh, Colin Bell Stockhausen, who is married to Episode One, Correct. Mike Stockhausen. Yeah, Mike. Yep. Because I I know both Katie and Laura independently. Yeah. Uh, and both of them told me. I th- I'm pretty sure both of them told me like you have to be there. Right. If you're not there, it's just going to devolve into chaos. Right. I'm like, okay, I'll I'll be there. You'll you'll manage. I'll try to manage. So, that's yeah. right. So, but anyway, so it for me on Laura. I mean, the the story was awesome, and um, you know, hearing about her sisters and the rest of her family and everything. But but then mainly her her my connection with her husband. You know, was uh, I think just you know again a personal thing that felt really cool and. I know uh, for a fact that they are a wonderful family. They do a lot of things to help people, um, and um, and so. she's super accomplished. She's a very bright oh, yeah. person. Oh, without uh, a doubt, she's a very good person. Yes, and so is her husband. So I mean, I think they were, you know, they were a match made. So no doubt, no doubt. All right, so uh, that uh, that was good. I like yeah, those. I did too. Yep. Becomes our collective top six out of those 50. And by the way, there are a bunch, like a 30 more names I'd love to say. It's probably oh, yeah. the top three, but we we had to keep it to the top three. An honorable mention, um, 
to Bobby Malone. I just yeah, I can't say his name. Matchup for both of us. Yep, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Very cool. All right, so we said we want to do about thirty minutes. We got a couple minutes left. You've been working on some folks uh, to get on the podcast. Uh, I've been working. Kevin's not here, so I don't want to speak for Kevin, but I know Kevin's got some things in the works. But who, who are you looking to uh, get on the podcast in the coming weeks and months? Yeah, you want just like a, a background, or you want names, or just names, and then we can maybe explore yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, well, no, just um, so so uh, there's a guy named Tony Johnson who was uh, my boss at Kings Dominion uh, for a while when I was there, actually seasonal security, um, and then uh, later when I worked there full time, he was he was my vice president, um, which at Kings Dominion met. I pretty much saw him and talked to him almost every day. You know, it wasn't a you know like a big company like you mentioned earlier. So. Right. Um, so anyway, but Tony spent his entire life in the theme park industry, and um, he's got a great family. And um, so I just uh, and it's a unique it, life, right? It's a very unique life. Yep. So um, and I got a, a personal connection that that I would speak to probably on it uh, with his wife, and um, and then uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, and then the other thing is he and Kevin will get along because he's a big UNC fan. I know. Well, so. we may have to talk about him not being on now that you've mentioned. Right, that. that's that's a possibility. So yeah, um, I'll go. I'll go with one of mine. Okay. Um, I think I can connect pretty easily to the two main zookeepers for the Richmond Zoo. <laughs> I've never met them. It's a connection through Bobby, uh, and I I can't wait to talk to them. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to them about. Giraffes, yeah, right. Or pick another animal that you just <laughs> aardvarks. You're not around, right? <laughs> right. It's gonna. I mean, it's gonna be. I, I you told me about that, and I I feel like that'll be uh, different, but like the second coming of Allie and Sydney. You know, just a yeah with with, about, with more diversity in the yes, animals. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So I think it may be a husband wife tandem. I don't even know okay. the names at this point, but that's yeah. cool. Hey, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so one that we've talked about uh, that we'll try to get on. I think other people have mentioned you too. I think actually Ross said he mentioned them to you, but uh, a guy named Dave Kliz. Um Dave is uh, actually is a colleague of mine now. He he's kind of in his retirement job. He works for another very big company in Richmond that mm-hmm. we will not not the, not the bakery, not but, the bakery, but right. but something uh, like that. But um, but Dave and I actually went through. Um, we, we were handover deputies together um, and went through – I went through a partial academy while he was going through the whole thing because that was just what we had to do. And um, But he's also a very good friend, and um, his wife and I were on Parks and Rec Committee in Ashland together. And, and he's they, an ultra-marathoner too, right? He's an ultra-marathoner, yep. they got a great daughter um, who I think is going to be a senior at Longwood, I think, um, but great girl. Um so yeah, so Dave uh, and he led a very interesting law enforcement life. So I'm not, I'm not sure how much he'll be able to talk about it, but yeah, we'll we'll explore it and yeah. But he he's and then just generally he's just a really great nice guy. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, I I have a, a pretty long list of folks that I'm trying to, to get on, uh, but I I almost can't contain myself. With, with this name, and this all happened today. Yeah. Um, I am fairly confident we're going to get Ken Harvey. And if you're under the age of 40, you probably don't remember Ken Harvey. But if you're our age, maybe a little bit younger, certainly older, 
he was uh, an unbelievable linebacker for the Cardinals and and what was called the, the Redskins back then. In fact, right. he was such a big um, impact player for the Redskins that he in, he's in their ring of fame. Yeah. And Jock Jones, I I, I, Wikip- I just this thing hit me like I think maybe Jock Jones played in Phoenix the same time that Ken did, and sure enough, he said this morning over text, he's like, yeah, I played with him uh, for three seasons. I still keep in touch with him. He's a great guy. Yeah, I'll I'll reach out to him see if he wants to do it. And then right before you and I started recording, he said, "Here's Ken's information. He he would love to do it." And yeah. Good luck. Like nine hours later. Yeah. That's just awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. Ken Harvey. If if you are an American male who likes sports, and you're over the age of forty five, you know who Ken Harvey. Oh, is. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, I guess one more I can talk about as a hopeful. I haven't been able to get in touch with her yet, but oh no, I, th- I thought you were going to go with the super hopeful one. Oh well, I can go super hopeful. That's pretty cool too. Yeah. So um, we don't think it's going to happen. No, we don't think <laughs> it's going to happen. But um, but you can always dream, just like you know, you dream about winning the lottery. It's, but, it's fun to dream. Yeah. So um, so again, yes, in a past life, I did some work. Where I had the um, ended up being a joy to get to know these two people because they really were very down to earth. But um, but I did um, I, I escorted um, uh, Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf, who are of course married, um, and I escorted them when they were playing some charity tennis events in Richmond. This was uh, fifteen plus years ago. But uh, but yeah, last week um, with uh, with you doing the review, I, I penned an email to. Agassi at edu.com or something. It's, it's one of I his think, foundations. I think it, yeah, I think it, he's, he and Steffi are known for, uh, they, they've, um, they've built or founded a school out in Vegas, I think, I think for underprivileged kids. And, uh, so, you know, great work and, you know, what you would, what I would now expect now that, and not like I, you know, really knew them or anything, but I rode around with them. They, you got to know them better than the average yeah, player. So, um, so anyway. We we penned an email to Andre Agassi, and, <laughs> and Andre will probably never read it. Yeah, probably. there's somebody working in that foundation who will, yeah. and they may or may not respond. Some, to some handler will read it, and and yes, no, no response yet, and not expecting one. But hey, you got to take a shot. I think so. our jaws will hit the floor if we oh, get a yeah. response, big time. Yeah, yep. and, and and yeah, it would be really cool. Not because they're famous, but because they they seem like really good people, and you had some yeah. evidence of that when you yeah. were around. Oh, uh, without a doubt. I mean, just they were. Very down to earth and yeah, just really, really neat people. So yeah, and then I, the last thing I'll say, and then we're at thirty, almost thirty-five minutes now. Yeah. Uh, I'm really, really excited to talk to Tony Tran. He and I have talked. Uh, he's coming up uh, in about three weeks. And, uh, just the what he's been through in his life. He went. He basically was a refugee in 1975 when Saigon was falling to the the North Vietnamese. Effectively, the communists were taking over the entire country. And I don't want to tell too much of the story, but it was incredible how they got out of Vietnam. Right. And then the fact that Tony lived the, the American dream in a way that most of us only dream about. Right, right. Um, and he's now, he's in, I think he's 50 and he's effectively fully retired. Right. He's not greeting at Walmart or anything. He's fully retired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and I, I did have a chance to chat with him, and he seems like a fascinating, bright, 
guy who knows how to make things happen. Yeah. And it's got, yeah. like you said, it's got an incredible story to tell. Yeah. So. Anybody else that you're thinking about? I think we're probably no. good. Yeah, I'll let it go. Yeah. All right. So I, I think when we did the first hundred, we were very thankful for a lot of folks who did uh, work. Daniel Lance is, is one who was hugely important uh, for the first uh, 50 to 70 kind of thing. I won't mention other names that were, there, that were there at the beginning, but you have been super consistent ever since you got involved, and so I appreciate everything you've done. I don't, I don't remember what episode you got involved in, but you have been a rock the entire wow. time, so I really appreciate that. I, thank you for that, and I thank you for the opportunity, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and I have fun helping you because you're one of my oldest and best friends, but at the same time, I think this what you're doing is just phenomenal, and I mean, we just talk about small worlds and hearing people's cool stories and then... I've always said one of the best things about this is just the posterity of it, yeah. you know, and that that folks' you know grandchildren or great grandchildren or great great grandchildren are going to be able to hear about them, you know, at that time in their lives, and it's you know it's just a great concept. It's pretty it's neat, and fun. and we're meeting people that we would not have met Correct. otherwise. Yep, totally yeah. agree. Yep. Crazy. Yeah. Well, cool, Rob. Thanks for doing this uh, very last minute with me. I appreciate nah, it. This is awesome. Uh, on to the following weeks where we'll have guests on. That's right. And we, you and I won't do this again until we're at uh, 200, probably. 200, correct. Cool. The, awesome. The 450. The 450, we'll just, yeah, we'll, we'll, it's a working title. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, man. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd also really appreciate if you'd rate and review us. You can find us at scodopodcast.com.